praise my redeemer you are worthy to be praised praise god hallelujah great to have everybody uh thank you very much for joining thank you so much for always joining uh we had a great time last week uh, and we 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 talked about 30 lessons from uh from delilah it was a, a great time we had uh, a lot of a lot of great feedbacks and engagement uh let's just say a word of prayers then uh, we'll go into today's study just do a, a recap of last week uh then we're going to do today's study father we thank you for tonight thank you for being our God, thank you for this series. Thank you for um, giving us insights all these um, weeks. Father, we ask as we go into the Word tonight, you give us better insight in the name of Jesus. I ask that you please anoint these lips of clay to speak the Word of life tonight in the name of Jesus. And at the end, we'll all be blessed in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. So thank you everybody for tuning in. Thank you for uh, staying tuned with us. Uh, and by God's grace, uh, we're going to wrap up this uh, series next week. Uh, it's been a great time uh, with the facilitators. Uh, I think Jerry should join us later in the study. But let's let's just go. Uh, we learned thirty lessons. Uh, in fact. Two weeks ago, uh, when when I said we're going to learn lessons from Delilah, uh, from what I've prepared, I, even, I never even believed that we could get up to 30. Uh, but please listen to last week's po podcast. Uh, it's, it's on Anchor or any of your podcasts, any of your favorite podcast uh, app. Just search for Tulutopedada. You get loads of um, 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 sermons and, and studies that we've done, but particularly last week's study. So please do take a listen. Do take a listen to that um, young couples, intending couples. I mean, young young men and women. Please let's take a listen to that. Uh, we won't go so much into that. So now the lessons, the thirty lessons uh, we learned from Delilah last week. Uh, it overlaps on 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 verses five, um, verses six to fifteen of the book of Judges, chapter sixteen. So that's where we learned all those lessons. And I promised last week that even though we we're reading those things, we didn't really do the normal exegesis that we would normally do uh, in all our studies. We didn't do it last week. So uh, we're going to go back to that verse 5. Then we'll, we'll look at the lessons in those uh, 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 texts. So we're not just taking Delilah as a character now. We're taking the lessons in those texts. Uh, what Samson did wrong. Uh, I mean, he did quite a lot of things wrongly. And we'll see the reason why uh why he did those things uh, we just look at, at lessons we also can take from that so i'm going to read judges chapter 16 i'll start reading from um verse 6 yes so delilah said to samson please tell me what makes you strong and what it will take to tie you up securely samson replied if I were tied up with seven new bowstrings that have not been dried, I would become as weak as anyone else. So the Philistines' rulers brought, some, brought Delilah seven new bowstrings, and she tied something up with them. 
she had eaten some men in one of the inner rooms in her house. And she cried out, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture you. But Samson snapped the bow strings as a piece of string snaps when it, when it is burned by a fire. So the secret of his strength was not discovered. Afterwards, Delilah said to him, You have been making fun of me and telling me lies. Now, please tell me how you can be tied up securely. Samson replied, If I were tied up with brand new ropes that had never been used, I would become as weak as anyone else. So Delilah took new ropes. So Delilah took new ropes and tied him up with them. The men were hidden in the inner room as before. And again, Delilah cried out, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture you. But again, Samson snapped the ropes from his arms as if they were thread. Then Delilah said, he'll be making fun of me and telling me lies. Now tell me how you can be tied up securely. Samson replied, if you were to weave the seven braids of my hair into a fabric, on your loom and tighten it with the loom shuttle, I would become as weak as anyone else. So while he slept, Delilah wove the seven braids of his hair into a fabric. Then she tightened it with the loom shuttle and cried out, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture you. But Samson woke up, pulled the loom shuttle and yanked his hair away from the loom and the fabric. Then Delilah pouted. <laughs> How can you tell me I love you when you don't share your secrets with me? You've made fun of me three times now, and you still haven't told me what makes you so strong. She tormented him with her nagging day after day until she was sick to death of it, until he was sick to death of it. Finally, Samson shared a secret with her. My hair has never been caught, he confessed. For I was dedicated to God as a Nazarite from birth. If my hair were shaved, my strength would leave me, and I would become as weak as anyone else. Delilah realized he had finally told her the truth. So she sent for the Philistine rulers. Come back one more time, she said, for he has finally told me his secret. So the Philistine rulers returned with the money in their hands. Delilah lured something to sleep with his head on her lap and he called in a man to shave the seven locks of his hair. In this way, she began to bring him down and his strength left him. Okay, uh, I think we should stop there. Uh, let's see how far we can go uh, today before, before we go off. Uh, this is this is this is great. Okay, let me just let me just read my notes here. Then uh, we'll just we'll just have some discussion. I hope that uh, Jerry will join us before the end of the sto uh, study. Um, well, she she didn't just. We need to understand the art that Delilah put into bringing uh, into pulling this off. Um, what will you? What will make you? What, what, how can you be subdued? And bound and if you look at the first two times it was only the third time that the Bible said she made him 
sleep. The first time, if you tie me up with this, second time, tie me up with brand new ropes, she was not asleep. So, he, she carried out the secret right in front of him. What could make Samson, permit me to use the word stupid, this, to this extent? So now, the first time, maybe, uh, you know, maybe lovers joke, Oh, maybe he's just joking. Da, 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 da. Tie me up with, with, with something that has not been dried. Second time, tie me up with brand new ropes. And he tied him up and she wanted to prove if she has gotten the. Now, the third time, she made him sleep. And if you look at it, it's going gradually, gradually to the secret. So when you keep whining and dining with the enemy, there, there, there is, I do tell people that we can tell. We can call the devil all sorts of names. You can say the devil, I think I've said it here or, or on this platform as well. You can say the devil is a liar, the devil is wicked, is is evil, is that. But I don't think we can say the devil is a fool because the devil is not stupid. The devil is one of the most resilient beings. It keeps coming back. Even Almighty Jesus, after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, and the devil came to tempt him. The Bible says, after the temptation, the devil left him for a while. For a while. Not completely. So the devil will keep coming back. And if you keep whining and dining with the devil, even though Yoruba Adit says, if you want to dine with the devil, you need to use a long spoon. Why should you dine with the devil in the first place? I guess something was following that principle. Oh, in as much as my, my spoon is long, I can I can outsmart the devil. Sorry, sir. Prevention in this case is better than cure. Don't go near it. So she she just she was pretending as if she just wanted to satisfy her, her curiosity. I just want to know. I mean, you know everything about me. Can I know everything about you? Which, in all fairness, I mean, young people here, you 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 you. you I mean. You guys, I mean, everybody, have, a lot of us have done it. Don't let me say everybody because some people are so straight and, and things. Uh, you know, lover's game. Uh, you know everything about me and I don't know some, I don't know things about you. What are you hiding? And I'll go to that because that's, that's a very, very uh, crucial weapon. I, I don't know if, if after this lesson you need to really be careful of those who you confess love to or who confess love to you. So she just wanted to be... She just she was just being curious. That's that's what Samson probably would have thought. Uh, she's he's just she's just being curious. She doesn't mean it and things like that. So she just wanted to satisfy her curiosity. Uh, so number one, let's just look at that, the arts by which she puts into this. Number one, she urged him very much, uh, and of course told her those three things. Uh, and um, verse 13 came nearer the matter than anything. I mean, that was when uh, it keeps going. Uh, now, number two point there is like uh, in making all these experiments, it is hard to say whether they appear more towards Samson's wickedness or the I mean, Samson's weakness or Delilah's wickedness because. Uh, even me, I'm guilty of this. I've yelled something that is stupid. Uh, so, could it be because he's weak or the kind of women he chooses who are easily manipulated and those women can in turn manipulate him? 
or the wickedness of Delilah. Could something just be for, because the Bible says, remember that the Bible says he was in love with Delilah. At the beginning of this story, he was in love with this girl. So could it be he was just being a honest lover or was just being in love or the wickedness on the other side of his lover? So, and for people that are just joining us, we've said at the, at the beginning of this chapter that Delilah uh, was not a Philistine, definitely, because the, the town she was was not under the, under the province of the Philistines. But we couldn't we couldn't also confirm if she was a Jew or not. So, I mean, we could we could blame and she was not a prostitute. Get that right. The guy was was just in love with a babe, with a lady in in a, in, a, in a town close to his own town because the, the town of Delilah was close to the hometown of of um, of Samson. And so it could be both or one of one of one of either. Um, Apologies. So it could be both, both the, the fact that Samson uh, 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 was weak uh, in terms of staying on his on his will and and and, and decision, and it could also mean that uh, Delilah was quite a wicked uh, uh, lover. So so could anything be more wicked than her restless and unreasonable? Importunity with him to discover the secret which he knew would endanger his life. Do you understand? So let's come from the from the side of the wickedness. Maybe we'll address something's carelessness and stupidity later, and weakness later. But the care, the carelessness, the wickedness. Sorry, the wickedness of of Delilah. Now you know that this thing you are asking for, the reason you are asking for it, the man that claimed he loves you and is just going to, I mean, just loving, loving up on his own. You know that this thing you're going to do to him is going to endanger his life. It's to kill him. It's to, maybe not to kill him, but at least to, it's going to endanger his life. And you kept devising means. Means. See, when the Bible says, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers, the kind of negotiation they will be doing with unbelievers and unbelieving spouse. Someone will come and just say some things to your ears and will believe. Someone will come and just manipulate you here and there and you will believe and you will go by that. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. It's so this is this is I mean this is very 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 uh, 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 epic on in this lesson. She knew what she wanted and she knew that this is going to endanger the life of this guy. And she kept using all tricks, all manner of tricks and co to get him to release it. Now, on the side of something, could anything be more weak or be weaker than him to continue to parley with one who was who he could see from his eyes that this girl doesn't mean the best, doesn't mean doesn't have the best interest or my best interest at heart? What could be weaker than that? Do you understand? And this is not just for, for men. I mean, it's for both genders. You know that this relationship is not, like, this is not, this guy, this lady has no interest, none of my best interests at that. And a number of us, I mean, if you've been pastoring for a while or you've been leading fellowships, even on campus, you will have seen ladies who are in vividly abusive relationships. 
and you even do all you can to save them from that relationship, they will still carry their use their hand to carry their blood back to those those people. I mean, so we could see things that you know that this person does not belong here. Yet, what happens? You will still see them piling up. Don't worry, it will change. Don't worry, it was a mistake. I know, uh, it will change. I, I guess probably Samson was trying to be a converter, like some of us sisters or brothers uh, dating uh, in a relationship with unbelievers. I said, no, 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 I'll convert him. He will change. She will change. Maybe that was what Samson was trying to do. Oh, no, no, don't worry. I'll, I'll convert her. I have her. Uh, so, you know, in my own opinion, that is that is ma massive weakness. You keep going. Um, okay, thanks, uh, Tola. I think the Lila's Drive is a bounty placed on something. Yes, the drive. That's what. That's. Thank you very much for that. For that comment. Uh, the drive. The, the kind of things that we drive a non-believer is not the same thing that will drive a believer. The kind of thing that will that a non-believing spouse will hear and will trigger them is not the same thing a believing spouse will hear. And we have the same reaction. If it was a, a, a spouse that is contented with whatever they have, one thousand one hundred pieces of silver from five people—that's five thousand five hundred pieces of silver—will not be a, a thing of. I mean, will not be anything. If someone is contented, so that's it. Don't be unequally yoked. That's just it. They were. They are not. They are not supposed to be together in the first place. So. Uh, so he did not completely quit the chamber with a resolution never to come back into it. No, that he should not lay his head on the lap out of which he had been often roused with that same alarm. The Philistines are upon you. The same thing. She kept. Do you understand my point? And you will still carry your head and come and lie on that same lap. And she keeps telling you this same phrase, the Felicities are upon you, the Felicities are upon you. And your, your brain will not, ah, uh, no, no, I mean, no. This is, this is, I think this was, this was where MAGA started. Uh, for those of us who are not <laughs> from this part of the world, <laughs> apologies, I don't know how to, how to interpret that. I mean, so, this girl just took away his heart and his brain, not just his heart. I think his brain was not connected to his heart. I mean, she kept saying, using the same phrase, and none of it registered in your head. The Philistines are upon you. And it got to a time. The Bible says she, she, she tormented him with a nagging. The first one, too, did the same thing with nagging. So, nagging brings men down. For ladies, who are taking after Delilah in nagging their husbands or their spouses, men to nag, for naggers in the house. I don't know, maybe if you're in a relationship with a nagger, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to prescribe anything, but stop nagging. She nagged herself. And let's look at the, the things she said. Um, and that was what made it, the Bible says, he told her his heart. He poured his out on that let's let just go to um next couple of points i put there verse 15. um the disclosure at last of this great secret uh 
<sighs> so, number one, yeah, she teased him. We said she she nagged him that oh, and look at it. Look at this. He used she used a weapon that number of us use against each other. How can you claim you love me? How will you say you love me when you will not tell me this thing? Passionate lovers. Please, if you need to write this down, write it down so that some people can hear it. Passionate lovers cannot bear to have their love called into question. Because, I mean, he claimed he's in love with this babe and he's a passionate lover because you can see, I mean, from his temperament, you know, he does things with passion. So he, he cannot afford to have his love called into question. So he let go. That's it. Let go of the guard. He's been on guard. He's been on guard. But we immediately the babe used that. Immediately lady used that final tool on him. How can you claim you love me when you don't talk? When you didn't say this to me. So passionate lovers will rather do anything. They will do anything rather than their, the sincerity of their love be suspected. Uh, well, I wouldn't say you should not be a passionate lover. For just be in love with the right person not the person that will be using that same thing against you you know a lot of people are, are we are in wrong relationships wrong marriages if you're in a wrong marriage the lord will deliver you the lord will help you in jesus name but you are in a marriage that is the kind of quality you have i mean it's what some other people will literally die for and that is the same quality your spouse or your whatever is using against you this man will love with his whole heart. And that's the same quality. That's the same thing. Delilah was using against her, against him. The Lord will deliver us in Jesus' name. Okay, so um, so she continued to taunt him. Uh, and uh, so she continued to taunt him. Now look at this. This is another place. Why I blame Samson? After she has told you three times that Philistines are upon you. Now, she now starts vexing you. She started tormenting your life. Why not leave? I, I pray for someone here. You're in a toxic relationship. The Lord will give you strength to leave. Leave. You understand? The babe, she has shown you that she doesn't have the, your best interest at heart. She has shown you that she can kill you. Uh, then, because you didn't tell her the thing that will make her kill you, she started taunting your life, and you still did not gather strength to leave. So, something had strength, physical strength, to conquer enemy outside. He doesn't have the strength to conquer enemy inside. Okay, Tola, uh, to me, something though physically strong is emotionally weak. Yes, sir. When it comes to women, the Philistines use this weakness again. Exactly. It's emotionally weak. Emotionally weak. It could conquer, it could conquer nations if it comes home. And that's it. See, your husband, for, for married people, your husband may be so strong, defeating giants outside, defeating when he comes back home, is the baby. Don't use those things against him. We've said this last week, though, part of the 30 lessons we learned from Delilah. Don't use it against him. Let him be vulnerable in front of you. So he was he was emotionally weak. I mean, no fairness. I mean, he was just emotionally weak. So now, how she conquered him? 
think that's where we're going to stop uh, for tonight. If you have questions, please send your questions uh, so that I can manage my time. Yeah, I think we have about four to about four minutes or so. So now, how did she conquer him? Verse 17. The Bible says, he told her his heart. And this is it. All those things he's been saying. Mm. He told her his consecration was to be his strength. You know, when Samson's um, um, birth was, was prophesied, his strength was not, was not, was not prophesied. He, the angel didn't say he was going to be a strong man. He just said he was to be a Nazarite consecrated unto God. His, his strength is in that consecration. So, therefore, the badge of his consecration was that pledge of his strength. So, if he loses that badge of his consecration, of course, you know that the, the strength is, is automatically out. The number of us that we know that we all we are doing is not by our strength. We are here only by the grace of God. Only through the grace of God. That is the only thing. We are just here because of the covenant. Sars and mass. Hold on to that covenant. No matter what. Hold on to that covenant. You, you've gone this far because of grace. Don't take it for granted. Some of us know that it is not by our strength. It's not by our skills. It's not by our brain. In fact, remove grace of God from some of, our, some of us' lives. We are as empty, we are as like any other person. And some of us, our, our, our excellence, our, our progress in life is in the place of our consecration. Don't lose that place of consecration. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. God bless you. Thank you very much. What was the time? Yeah, I have two minutes more. Uh, do we have questions? Thank you very much for uh, tuning in. Thank you, everybody. Do we have questions? Uh, anybody questions? Yeah. Okay. So let's just uh, call it a, a, an evening. Thank you very much. So next week, by the grace of God, from verse 18, uh, we will we will wrap up we'll wrap up the yeah uh, we'll wrap up we'll wrap up the, the lesson by the grace of God. Uh, next week and that will be the end of the whole series um, so 18 verses 18 to 21 next week that will be the end of the whole series of the book of Samson and then upper week uh, that will be November the first Wednesday in November uh, because the month of November uh, I've got a, a, a vision as I shared last week as well uh, to to read the Bible in, in November uh, so a number of people uh, I've also decided to join that uh, um, task. Thank you very much, everybody that has joined. So we're going to be doing something different in November, talking through the scriptures, talking to, through the Bible, actually, uh, in November. So we have to wrap this up next week. So it's been uh, 14 long weeks uh, of these three chapters. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. It's been a great time. Uh, let's just say a word of prayer. Father, Lord, I commit everyone here uh, under the unction of my voice into your hands, Lord, the grace, the power to always keep our consecration, never to toy with grace that is keeping us, never to let our success get into our heads, never to ever imagine that it is by our own strength. Father, give us this grace 
in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask as we go tonight to ruminate on these lessons we've learned, Lord, you yourself will expand this text in our hearts in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everybody, for joining. I will share the podcast. Uh, you can just search for Tolu Tokwedada on any of your podcast uh, apps. Uh, you'll see uh, the lessons there, either Spotify or Anchor. Just search for Tolu Tokwedada. Thank you very much.